0: Binge Movies, the revolutionary force in movie reviews. video store in the universe it's binge movies 128 i'm jason this is the show that ranks eliminates movies to determine which ones are most worthy of preservation for all time even beyond the end times on this episode we rank shriek
1: And
0: I'll never get bored. To think, Claire, let's go a little deeper today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How's your relationship with God these days?
2: Well, I live in um, a Catholic country island, so for fear of being thrown out, my relationship with God is great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when was the last time you went to mass, Claire? Let's get into it.
2: Um, when was the last April, time you received? I went to a christening.
0: When when was, was the, the last, last time you. Commu- I, I was going to say. No. When was the last time you received the Holy Sacrament of Eucharist?
2: Oh, um, probably about, oh, no, it was last year at a different christening. I was the godmother.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. When this podcast ends, I'm going to give you the Eucharist digitally. Is that okay?
2: <laughs> That's okay. It's a Sunday that we're recording on, so it feels very That's right. apt.
0: I just want to make sure that you're in heaven forever with us, because we can't <laughs> lose you. You're such a Good gem. <laughs> Well, things I, I think uh, if they didn't start off weird, they're definitely going to end weird because we <laughs> are going to talk about, what, 10, 20, 15 Shrek movies? How many Shrek movies are we talking about today?
2: I mean, there's actually only four and a spinoff, which is just like a damn insult. Like, there should be hundreds.
0: There should be hundreds?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you watch those weird little mini films they did, yeah. there probably are about 20, but... I did not do that much homework,
0: I'm afraid. No, yeah. We did not include those. We <laughs> just went with a theatrically released. So if you're like Shrek five and a half or Shrek. Shrek Chris- the
2: horse is very cute. I was, That's the I was, Christmas
0: one. Yeah. Did you say Shrek the horse The whores. horse like deck the horse, but Shrek
2: the horse not the Horse. I'm American. I That's don't understand the movie. way you
0: funny people talk over there. <laughs> I'm from bumfuck. We don't understand how uh, more sophisticated people. I'm hearing rumors and innuendos about your end, uh, I can't say the UK because you are presently in Ireland,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: that there's going to be a, a, a fish and chip shortage uh, across your part of the area, your part of the world.
1: Oh. Is that I say your part of the, of the sun- world
0: because we don't eat that here, so.
2: Is that because of oil? Because I do know there's going to be like a sunflower oil shortage and we're not going to be able to have what you guys would call chips. It's Chris. Yeah. We cook yeah. most of ours on sunflower oil. And that's about to uh Fall out of service, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me that we're also going to run out of fish and chips.
0: I just um, heard it this morning on my news update from uh BBC or something over there. Yeah, well, new service.
2: Now I'm sad. Now my relationship with God is not good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you is the fish also cooked in sunflower oil? Is all just one oil? How do you do that over there? You know,
2: um, so it depends on where you go because like in Dublin, they wouldn't yeah. cook it in sunflower oil, they cook it in like good oil. Um, But nine times out of ten they'll cook the potatoes, the chips in with the fish at the same time And that's why they taste so good Because you get all the batter goodness in with the, like it cooks in the same oil You get all of that lovely Yeah, and Irish chip shop chips are the best chips in the world So I I had some last night
0: Now I don't want to deal in stereotype But is this (laughs) only for drunks? Do do sober people eat fish and chips?
2: Oh god, yeah Yeah, no, it's a staple, like, it's a Friday night staple in a lot of households in the UK
0: Kebab available in Ireland or is there more kebab um, in England?
2: There's more kebabs in England, but you can yeah. get kebabs in Ireland. They're a, they're a drunk staple. Very few people choose on a healthy day to get a kebab.
0: Yeah, okay. So, and you, I say kebab. You say you guys say kebab.
2: It depends on who you are. I have a weird accent. I say kebab. If I say kebab, I sound funny.
0: <laughs> no, I've only <laughs> for from your people from neck, your neck of the woods. Uh, I've only ever heard people say kebab.
2: Yeah, that's that's yeah. the London way of saying it. But I can't. Yeah. I don't speak for the whole of the UK and Ireland.
0: <laughs> so what what we're saying is, you fancy girl.
2: <laughs> I am a Londoner. We are sophisticated. We did not break Brexit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fancy girl. Well, let's get into these movies before we do. Of course, we gotta get into a little bit of personal history. Um, I've long known that you are a Shrek sweaty. Is that fair to say? <laughs> I didn't Shrek. know
2: that was a term. A sweaty? Yeah, I've never heard that.
0: You're not sweaty for Shrek.
2: I mean, I guess I am, but I did—I'd not you know heard that it, phrase before. You've heard
0: the? Oh, come on, you're you—you basically are the closest I've ever been to someone who could be a character on Euphoria. <laughs>
2: God, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or a horrible insult. You're I young. Watched
0: half- you're metropolitan. <laughs> your, your your days are bizarre to me. Let's break this down. Let's get deep here. Your days are bizarre <laughs> to me. Clear. You wake up. You work for we won't say who, but they're they're big. They're powerful, mm-hmm. right? You you hop on what a bicycle and all of a sudden you're in Dublin. So and then, you, then you then you hype on a, 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 a air glider or whatever <laughs> a, a, a kite. You grab a kite like Mary Poppins and then all of a sudden you're back in London. I don't ever know where the <laughs> fuck you are. So there was,
2: in fairness, there was a very strange 18-day stint where I was in the UK visiting. Then I was in Amsterdam. Then I was in cruise. Then I was in Belgium for a bit. Then I was back in the UK, and then I was back in Ireland. All your
0: clothes are labels from companies that don't exist in the United States. (laughs) You have you have all these clothes. You have these these flowing jackets. You know, you're like a socialite. You look like a royal. You live like a royal.
2: I mean, then then
0: you lose half your groceries on the bus. You're, yeah, so it keeps you relatable to us. Commoners. It
2: does keep me relatable, and it's all a facade. Um, because I also, when I go to work every day, bring in little boxes of Tupperware that I fill with stolen free food, so that I don't have to pay for my own food to have for dinner. So, like, the, this the socialite aspect is a facade. I do only eat stolen food from work for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Like, this can of Dr. Pepper I'm currently drinking is stolen from my work kitchen. And y'all got, the, y'all the got other Dr. Two Pepper cans, over there? We got Pepsi Max. We've got vitamin water. We, I steal all the things.
0: Wait a minute. Your vitamin water comes in fucking cans?
2: This one does. This one specifically. What
0: the hell? I've never yeah. seen that in my life, Claire.
2: Neither have I. But the um, great overlords who I work for stop yeah. them in our free kitchen at work, so I steal I, them every I, night. I
0: got a different set of overlords I work for, and they—they they <laughs> don't even give us water, water, let alone vitamin water, let alone canned vitamin water. I got to pay for the water. The drinking, I mean, they the, eat, drinking, the drinking fountain has a credit card scanner.
2: They—they uh, they gave us blue milk on Star Wars Day, so you know they gave they you know fucking blue
0: milk us. on, on <laughs> May
2: Fourth. Yeah. We had optional blue and green milk. The blue milk was just blue milk, and then the green milk was peppermint flavored. And we had uh, Darth Vader burgers, and they did um, TIE Fighter cake pops and Chewbacca cupcakes. And for the record, you
0: do not work for the Not Disney Corporation, correct? You no, work for I a completely not. different evil corporation. Yeah. According yeah. to me, yeah. Uh,
2: according yeah. to me, they're like in the top three of evil. They're not the <laughs> evil, evil. <though. laughs> Evil, evil is run by a JB, and we hate him.
0: I, look, look, I'm just saying. As you sit there and drink Dr Pepper, which probably has no sugar in it, so it probably just doesn't taste like uh, America. Dr it, Pepper. It
2: has sugar in it, but it wouldn't have the quantity of which you would put in it. In America. <laughs> it doesn't have
0: like 50 grams of sugar, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think your guys' sugar 16 is
2: 16 grams.
0: Oh no, I think ours is around 26. You're 10 yeah. grams off, Claire. You gotta put a, get a, get a scoop of sugar. You don't drink tea, do you? <laughs>
2: i personally don't know but my housemate does so there is yeah. sugar in there Tell your I'm ha- not gonna- housemate
0: to get her ass in here you know, or his <laughs> ass or their ass whatever bring a scoop of sugar put 10 more grams in there stir it up real good chug it and then <laughs> you'll feel like a real american
2: <laughs> okay
0: then you'll be close to god
2: yeah
0: i don't think we ever even really got into your personal history i just think i asked you about whether jesus christ was your personal lord and savior is that enough or do we want to keep going
2: no, I think that's good. I'm, I'm, I have enough multitudes within me to accept both Jesus Christ and Shrek.
0: And Shrek. Like, I am a woman oh, of many. No, I got it now. Shrek sweaty. You say you never heard the term sweaty. I'm like you're young, you're hip, yeah, you're cool. We you wear European yeah. designers. You steal food yeah. out of your workplace <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, icebox. Um, you, so yeah, a sweaty is just basically like a stand, but you're like you're like you're real messy about your your standhood so wow, are you a messy I, shrek stan aka sweaty
2: i don't think i am but i am friends with many which i think is how i've maybe developed this reputation because i have many a friend who i would definitely class. my co-host on w rated is definitely a shrek sweaty i bought her a m um, Shreksy t-shirt for her birthday of shrek and a nice sexy pose um she is a hundred percent
0: what did you, the, you just say shrexy
2: yeah, so it was Shrek doing a little like sexy pose, and then at yeah. the top of it, it said Feelin Shrexy. "Feeling Shreksy."
0: Feeling Shreksy. Yeah,
2: this so, is something. Yeah, it, it's a I'm 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 a, like parallel to a Shrek sweaty.
0: I see you're you're adjacent. You're a, a yes. Shrek sweaty yeah. adjacent. Yes. Do you think that that the Shrek series is guilty of cultural appropriation, in particular, appropriating parts of your culture? <laughs>
2: Um, I think if anyone from Scotland heard that I said that Scottish culture was my culture, they would murder me.
0: No, um, no, 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 I don't. I, I not to strict voice. That's definitely a weird <laughs> attempt at Scottish stuff. But I mean, just sort of, you know, all fairy tales are basically like if they're not like in like Germany or like mm. some Dutch country somewhere, they're basically in England or Ireland or something like that, right? Yeah. And so do you do you feel like this whole thing, like, just even like the there's like There's Celtic knots and crosses and Trinity symbols and this and that and all this sort of stuff. And Fiona seems very Irish, if you ask me. I
2: just feel like more from an English than an Irish perspective. I don't feel like the English can really go around or the Brits can really go around yelling at people for cultural appreciation when we shoved our culture on everyone and took away everyone else's culture. (laughs) So what you're
0: saying is colonization
1: Mm -hmm,
2: mm
0: kind of takes away appropriation. Because yeah. you force them to appropriate it, you're like, "You better appropriate this culture, bitch." Pretty right? much,
1: pretty yeah. much.
0: And we're taking heads,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Okay, that, that's a that's a fair point. That's a fair point. You're, so, listeners, Claire just taught us something here today. One, <laughs> they sell pornographic Shrek shirts, and she's willing to buy them for her friends, and they willingly <laughs> receive them with tears in her eyes. She Two, did cry.
2: She did cry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Two, her relationship with Christ is dependent upon fish and chip supply. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, he has been known to multiply some fishes and loaves.
2: Exactly. So like he can just you so know, to get me, back no, here. He can what, get back.
0: That's what I'm saying. To me, I would grow closer to Christ during a <laughs> fish and chip shortage than rather than than reject him, pull him away. Who else is going to help you? Who are you going to call? You got to call Christ.
2: Oh yeah, the ghostbusters would be no help.
0: Yeah. What's a proton pack going to do when you don't got sunflower oil, Claire? What are you going to do? Well, Christ, he can turn water into wine. He could turn water into sunflower oil. He can turn fish into chips or chips into fish, mm-hmm. or whatever, however it works over there. And, <laughs> the and, chips and, are potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, a chip is a fry and a crisp is a chip. Is that right? Yes.
2: But, 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 but chips aren't really fries because we have fries and chips and fries are different a chip is like a really really fat fry
0: let's get into it let's start with 2001's Shrek let's see how sweaty mm-hmm. we get for this one <laughs> yeah. uh, it currently has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes man I like you what's your name? Trey on May 18th. I can fly! I can talk! Uh, now I'm a flying talking donkey once upon a time um, uh, wake up what? is just the beginning thank you very much I'm here till Thursday. And happily ever after. Man, isn't this romantic. We'll never be the same. Man, I'd really love to stay, but you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an asthmatic. Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. Shrek, rated PG, starts May 18th everywhere. Shrek was directed by Andrew Adamson and Vicki Jensen. It was written by Ted Elliott, Terry Rosio, or Rossio. Joe Stillman, Roger S.H. Schulman. It was released April 22nd, 2001, at the Man Village Theater, and May 8th, 2001, in the United States, more widely. On a budget of $60 million, this thing made $487.9 million. Fairy Fairytale tropes get fractured when the monster becomes the hero and the villain is unrealistic body standards. <laughs>
2: Uh, for me, it will be the true multiverse of madness. The fairy tale multiverse comes together to uh, beat evil Law farquad as Shrek saves Princess Fiona and learns to love himself as well as others.
0: movie won the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. It earned six award nominations from the British Academy of Film and TV Arts or Television Arts BAFTA, of course. And it won BAFTA's Best Adapted Screenplay. Of course, we know the story supposed to be Chris Farley. He recorded, I think, two thirds of it or whatever. And then, of course, he passed away. Then we know the story that uh, what's his face? Mike Myers got his ass in there. Did it without the Scottish accent from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Didn't work. Didn't like it. Went back and said, I got to do the whole goddamn thing over again. Uh, pardon my blasphemy, Claire. <laughs> and, uh, and they said, okay, for whatever reason, go ahead and do it again. And they did it with a Scottish accent. They said, Eureka, that's it. We found it. And here we are. Okay. Um, we all know that that's, everybody knows that let's cast that aside. Let's get down to the real nitty gritty. I'm going to put you the test. I'm going to put you to the spot on the spot right away. I'm mm-hmm. going to read a line we're gonna play a little game. I like to call every other. I'm going to read you a line. I want to see if you can give me the other line. No Google. Oh God. Okay? Oh God. And it's not going to be uh, lines as in dialogue. It's going to be lyrics from Smash Mouth All-Star. <laughs> Amazing.
2: ready? Okay.
0: Okay. <clears throat> this is the every other challenge. It's a cool place and they say it gets colder.
2: Oh, no. It's in my head. It's <laughs> something, something. Oh, no. I can't do it. it I, can't, I don't know. The, I don't know the actual You have to word. start
0: from the beginning, don't you? Yeah. I, I bet know, you if cool we would start at the nose beginning... Nose. And,
2: in, it's one of the lyrics is Until you get I've got that bit of it But I don't know Until you You're
0: get You're very something. close You're very yeah,
2: close But I'm, I'm not going to get Any more of it
0: Okay It's a cool place And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now Wait Till you get older Damn it Okay Well here we go We're not done
2: Oh no I'm going to them- embarrass her. People are going to be fuming Since <laughs> so she's never seen Shrek In her life <laughs>
0: Anybody who's fuming because she's never seen Shrek in her life has other problems. Claire, you don't even worry about their opinion. Uh, but the meteor man begged to differ.
2: Judging by the hole in the some satellite system,
0: so fucking close, I'll give it to you. Judging by the hole in the satellite picture
2: picture my brain was trying to tell me meter and I was like I know it's not meter.
0: Yeah oh, so you got close. that pretty quick though that came <laughs> quick yeah uh the ice we skate is getting pretty thin
2: oh I don't know the next one but I know the one after that is the world is on fire how about yours I can't remember the one before that
0: I'll give it to you it's (laughs) the ice we skate is getting pretty thin the water's getting warm so you might as well swim Mm. my world's on fire how about yours what's the last one that's the
2: way I like it and something 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 something
0: I'll give it to you that's (laughs) the way I like it and I'll never get bored
2: thank you oh I'm so mad at myself I've clearly not done my homework I should have had Smash Mouth on repeat
0: he set you up for failure. So but that's I, what I makes myself the show down good. Cuz nah, it's such nah, a beast. No. Nah, nah, my did.
2: first note is just absolute tune. That was my first note from watching Shrek.
0: I am not going to sit here and let you despair as the good goddamn <laughs> goddamn name of Claire. Even Next. if you are Claire. <laughs> it's 2001 meta references and a reverence to the text was kind of a brand new thing in mainstream animation. Uh, I think that's why this movie like stood out at the time. I saw it in the theaters in 2001. I would have been in my teens, probably wearing a puka shell necklace. I was living my best life with the spikiest hair. Anybody could imagine. It actually hurt to the touch if you tried to put your hand on top of my head. Um, And I really, I I saw this movie in theaters with my dad, and I laughed my ass off. He didn't laugh once. He didn't think it was funny at all. (laughs) And I think what this really was, it's so hard, because Disney's kind of adopted and certainly pixar all the sensibilities of shrek mm-hmm. but dreamworks which was still relatively new and especially in the animation department was kind of like subverting disney
1: yeah
0: because disney was still making these movies unironically
2: and it was also though a very weak time for disney that was, yes. this was the beginning of the end of that renaissance so they yes. also they were they were weak they were yes. they were they were ready for the taking and shrek just came in and you know, kicked out the legs from underneath them, if
0: that's the phrase. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they kicked their legs out from underneath them because they came in and they took all of these public domain characters, or a lot of them that Disney had been trading in because they didn't have to pay nothing for them because they're cheap bastards. And we're (laughs) like, oh, okay, we're going to take... But they're not really, like, the story-accurate versions. They're the Disney versions of those characters. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to stick them in here just... Different enough that we don't get sued by you, and we could always hide under parody, at least in mm-hmm. the United States. Oh, parody laws! Oh, it's a parody, it's a joke, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're just gonna talk shit about you and the movies you've made, and the fairy tales are based on, for like two hours, and parents are gonna get the, what we're doing, and kids are just gonna think it's a fun, silly, fart-filled adventure, and I think- that was Shrek. Mm-hmm.
2: The thing that struck me as well, though, because I always forget until I'm watching it how much of a parody Shrek is. And on W rated, we unfortunately do a lot of bad parody movies because there's a lot of them on the bottom 100, and we I really s- I
1: struggle.
2: <laughs> yeah, we really struggle with the parody movies because they're terrible. And one of the things we've kind of nailed it down to. Is that often whoever has made these films don't give a shit about the source text they have no Uh, care, no compassion for what they are parodying, they're just parodying it because they think it's hip and cool at the time whilst Shrek is a parody and they are mocking Disney, they clearly care about the fairy tales, because they're things that we've all grown up with and they care about the lore. And you can see it in the details of the animation. in the whole Muffin Man, Gingy thing is like one of the best scenes of cinema, but like they've they've obviously spent a lot of time being like, how will we bring the gingerbread man in? What's the fun way to do it? Like there's care and compassion, even though they're mocking it, which I think is why it's so successful.
0: There's also a cleverness that those Mm other, the the epic films, disaster movie (laughs) and whatever, that those don't have. They're not clever at all. So there's a cleverness. There's a a yeah. You're right. There is this sort of hey. We've all grown up with this, and we're kind of to to borrow a phrase from your side of the pond. We're taking the piss, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're doing so lovingly, yeah. uh, and, and semi. We're we're sort of being reverently irreverent, and mm-hmm. um, and we're we're deconstructing it. Um, uh, the the thing about this movie, it, it what I what I noticed about it more than anything is this sense of humor, the sensibility of humor. Disney definitely takes it. Pixar definitely takes it. I think Marvel takes it. I think Marvel, a lot of the quippiness and the, a lot of the sense of humor that's in the original Shrek is I see Mm -hmm. it in the Marvel movies. I see it in the MCU films. And I also, I see it in a lot of ad campaigns, (laughs) at least stateside. So many commercials. Now there've been ones that have included Pinocchio or whatever, like basically Geico I don't know if you have Geico over there. The no, but I've company. seen the
2: little Geico lizard. I know him. Yes. I know him.
0: <laughs> the ge- I know the Geico ge- Gecko. Uh, not the Gecko versions, but they have these other non-Gecko Geico commercials. Say mm-hmm. that five times fast. And I'm like, oh, this is Shrek. And also, oh. Lord and Miller is basically Shrek. Anything Lord and oh. Miller has ever done is basically Shrek. Like, the Lego yeah. movie is basically Shrek, but it's Legos, right? Yeah. And so you forget, to me... Because uh, uh, I'm not as sweaty for Shrek Just really kind of how Even indirectly influential this film Has been in the last like 22 years Of pop culture
2: Well, and I found it really interesting because you can see all those fingerprints, but when you actually, I accidentally looked into it because I'm I'm sweaty for Letterboxd and I love to log my little things and I love my little stats page. I'm a big nerd for stats. And um, I watched the five films we're covering today and in the middle of them, i had forgotten I had to watch a film for my own podcast, um, which was Emoji Movie, which, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Say what you will about that one. Yeah. But because I watched them all in quick succession, all of my stats changed, and loads of people that worked on the Shrek films worked moved to Sony and worked on things like the Emoji movie and worked with Lord and Miller on other films. So there's a really wow! Big I,
0: see, I didn't know that. Look at me! So, I'm almost like someone who actually understands how film works.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there's like it's only Mar, but there is like there was a quite a lot of like voice actors that moved over, storyboard wow. artists that moved over, and so the guy who voices Gingy directed the second Shrek film he worked as a yes, yeah. I think he worked as a storyboard artist on the Emoji movie which was way later so like wow. I think because the animation industry for good or worse is quite closed so it's yeah. a bit of a boys club that means both you get really great hands working on a wealth of things but it also means obviously you don't get new talent or women um but yeah, so I think right. that's also why you're seeing Shrek was like this kind of the new wave of different animation they finally took the flag from disney and it allowed all of these other animation studios to open up but a lot of the people that worked on these films went off to sony or went off to is it
1: illumination that do illumination Illumination?
0: yeah i think illumination might be sony's oh and they might my own illumination that you know, they, sense. they have a separate yeah. an- animated studio yeah yeah they might but that might it- be right but somebody will correct me brian Scudder will correct me
2: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there's a lot of crossover with the, the the voice and the behind the scene the behind the camera um crew so i think that's also how it's become so influential because this kind of i think no one saw this coming yeah. and then everyone's still trying to replicate it and to varying degrees of success like lego movie brilliant plenty of other stuff like the emoji
0: movie terrible right yeah wow that's that's. see look at that um i still laughed at this movie you know um uh the 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 the, i have no idea why but the pinocchio character and his Mm -hmm. like shrill shrieking i want to be a real boy (laughs) like whatever just every time he just the pinocchio shit gets me um, I also thought the idea of them milk boarding instead of water boarding, but milk yeah. boarding the gingerbread man was very dark, but funny. And I, yeah. of course, do love the gingerbread man. He's um, one of my
2: favorite characters in all of animated cinema. He is the best. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a
1: monster.
2: I'm not the monster. Here you are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! I've tried to be fair to you creatures. Now my patience has
1: reached its end. Tell me, or I'll. No, not the buttons! Not my gumdrop buttons! Alright then, who's hiding them?
0: Okay. This movie has influenced pretty much everything. And comedic sensibilities, if not for another reason, because the people who worked on this have scattered across the wind and have done a bunch of shit uh, across the industry. Uh, Does it feel stale? Does it still feel funny to you? Do you still like it?
2: I still love it. I um, went to go and see it in the cinema last year. I paid money to go and see it. I'd never saw it in the cinema when it came out originally. I missed it. Uh, But me and my co-host Daisy um, went off to go and see it in a cinema in London. Um, And it was a pretty packed screening and everyone was happy, laughing, cackling away, quoting things under their breath. And um, it really, really holds up. I think because unlike what so many other animated films are doing now the references whilst like there's the matrix reference which was very of the time
1: yeah those
2: yeah. kind of things still hold up because so not it doesn't feel dated other than a few bits of the animation like shrek himself seems very green in the first one like he seems yes. extra green in the yes. first one yeah, that oh, they so. tone to it down in the other ones but like the the script the references the jokes almost all completely hold up and the ones that don't are still funny enough that if you don't get the context it doesn't matter Um, i think they did a really good job on making like a timeless classic
0: yeah i would more or less agree which is why i'm gonna give the first shrek an eight out of ten it's high, high it's high praise (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be my best of the week. I'm adding it to as the very first film because this is the season premiere of season six point three. So it is the, my very first addition to the shortlist. It is Shrek. So it's all it's all uh, basically uh, uh, anticlimactic from here. <laughs> <laughs> I blew my wad early, as we like to say in America. <laughs> uh, what do you got for me, Claire? What's your score? What's your rank?
2: I'm giving it an eight point seven. Okay. Um which is high. Um, but I am not making it my film of the week. It's ranked two for me. There is a better film, there's a better Shrek film, there's a better more Shrekian film out
0: there. I I I don't think it's gonna be the one that I hope it is, which makes me sad inside, because oh. <laughs> there's a movie that's on this list that I think is unfairly derided. I'll just put it like that.
2: Oh, I bet oh. it's the one that I I bet it's the one that I have quite unfairly derided
0: (laughs) i bet it's the one that you're going to deride right you're gonna hate it yeah yeah yeah. well that's what (laughs) podcasts are about building (laughs) friendships building bridges between cultures so you can burn them over hot hot movie takes right
2: yep i mean just like shrek you got to sometimes burn those bridges to let the dragon free
0: yeah also let's just let's just finish on this note how great is it that they just have a character named fuckwad in (laughs) (laughs) in a kid's movie
2: it's amazing because i don't think i understood that joke for like years i don't think i ever that
0: his name was fuckwad
2: because he's farquad so like we have different accents so we say it differently and then i was like oh like also
0: in fairness to you farquad seems like a name that might exist over there at least to my ears oh i'm fergus farquad i'd be like oh okay all right (laughs) it
2: wouldn't surprise me
0: i'm Um, dwayne dibley (laughs) <laughs> <Dwayne Dwybley. laughs> name Dribbly. That name definitely
2: exists. we <laughs> um, yeah, that's what he'd Like, would like. Just like Ogre's Shrek has many layers that the joke, you find new jokes when you watch it, even no matter how many times you watch it, because there are so many different jokes in there. They're great.
0: The movie undercuts its own message by saying, Look at how little and short this man here is, John Lithgow. We can't make fun of overweight women and ugly ogres, but we can make fun of short men with little dicks.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> he, he deserves everything he gets in fairness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say he's a good guy, but where's the love for the micro penis, Claire?
2: Nowhere because no one loves a micro penis. Sorry, lads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said nobody loves a micro penis? sorry guys if, if she
2: tells you she loves it she loves your bank balance
0: Cla- Claire I was told it's not the size of the boat but the motion of the ocean it's how you steer it is that not right
2: yeah but you need more than you, you need actual boat to steer something it's <laughs> like gotta be able to get in the water
0: <laughs> that's, that's right the boat's gotta get in the water right yeah
2: yeah so oh, yeah. sorry.
0: Yeah, nobody um, wants nobody wants to drag a dinghy across a dry lake.
2: No, no, no. no. Wow, no. what a what a turn this has taken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told you we were going to go in some weird places, and the weirdest place that we're going to go is I want to know Claire's opinion about cock.
2: Uh, uh, my opinion about cock is uh, <laughs> micro ones no good. Any others willing? It's been it's been a long pandemic. Please, if you're not. <laughs> Please don't slide into my DMs cuz people are trying to make me very uncomfortable. But like, I don't know. Someone out there has to be willing.
0: The the people that are willing are the people sliding in your DMs. You just said you got a bunch of people in oh. your DMs and you're like that makes me uncomfortable, which it does. again, I fully understand. I fully understand <laughs> it. But you can't say no. You can't say, "Well, somebody has to be willing." A lot of people are willing. They're the <laughs> they're, they're the sex pests who are beating down your door.
2: All right, sorry. I'll lower my standards <laughs> even more. <laughs> <I'll>, uh, <laughs> every year i chip away at those standards you know but i'll keep going
0: i just want to put it out there claire i consider claire a friend of mine at this point uh i think she's absolutely lovely brilliant funny all these great things and uh she's got a good podcast which i do listen to i can't listen to the parody movie ones because i just can't i can't yeah. get through those movies yeah. and i can't even hear <laughs> the lovely claire describe them because it's like oh they're the worst but i do listen to the podcast i am a subscriber and if you are in ireland We do have listeners that were were, were always very popular over in that neck of the woods. And you know Claire. You can find her on Twitter. It is set to private. I'm sorry, lads.
1: Oh, it's not Uh, anymore? No, it's not anymore.
0: So you can see her profile photo. If you're a good man, you got a good job. You're STI free. You know how to treat a woman. You will open some doors. You like movies. You like candy. You like cats. Uh, And you got a big hog. Give (laughs) Claire a polite don't dm her just start a twitter conversation with her then maybe you guys go out for a cappuccino and we'll then just see what let nature take its course don't be a fucking weirdo we we need
2: to we need to just cross out the cappuccino and and put whiskey and, and then we're good
0: just go out for whiskey yeah just just meet her for some what's your preferred whiskey
2: oh i'm a basic bitch i like jack daniels i'm sorry i'm sorry world
0: not jameson
2: I lo- Jameson's fine, but like I'm basic. I like Jack Daniels and Jim Bean are the two that I go for. Not Jameson. Okay. I'm a bad Irish person.
0: Get her, get her a Beam and Coke or a jacket Coke, right? Yeah, so pre- perfect. Okay, and then just chat her up to use that phrase. Just <laughs> chat her up <laughs> at the bar. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Uh, talk, talk about Shrek. She's a very lovely person. <laughs> and uh, just know this: if you if you fucking uh, are some kind of a monkey man and you play games, you know, drag your ass on Twitter and we'll all know about it. So, put the yeah, fear you- of God in you on Twitter.
2: Yeah, you can still find my last breakup tweets on Twitter
1: and
0: they're dark. <laughs> they are dark. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a lovely soul. Let's- 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 <laughs> let's get some hog going here. Let's get some- let's grease the hogs and get them running. As we say Love in America. Where this <laughs>
2: came from, is Shrek body positive, to let's get Claire laid.
0: Well, we're <laughs> body positive here. You're body positive. I'm body positive. This is a body podi- positive podcast. We should all be having the, the best uh, sex of our lives right now. We're only we going to be we're only going to be this hot once, Claire.
2: I am getting older and stiffer every day, and that wasn't meant to be an innuendo, but now it's our, like hip,
0: it yeah. our hip our hips don't open like they used to. It's get, yeah. you know we don't move like we used to. Yeah, we're not yeah. going all night. We're going to get ours. You better get yours, right? You got yeah. 15 minutes. You better get it in. <laughs> Right, Claire.
2: As long as it's not a micro one, because it's not. Going That's here. right. That's exactly
0: right. And micro dicks need not apply. Uh, just like, just like America said to the Irish. Now this Irish last is saying, micro penis need not apply.
1: Oh, I have
2: no idea what to go from here.
0: <laughs> We're gonna go to Shrek Two, uh, which came out in two thousand four. It currently has an eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I can cut any of that if you like me to.
2: No, it's great, but I was <laughs> like, I just, I've run out of things. I was like, I have no idea how to get this back to track. <laughs> Let's go, Hi, Princess.
1: It's hot Yes, yeah, get them to shut up. That's the trick. The comedy event of the summer stars Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. How about
0: him? There's an arrow in your butt. Oh, would you look at that. Oh shrek oh what large teeth you have and do i detect a hint of minty freshness ready pg starts may 18th everywhere shrek 2 was directed by andrew adamson kelly Ashberry, conrad It was written by andrew adamson joe stillman j david stern or stem david n weiss the story by andrew adamson it was released may 15th 2004 at Cannes film festival and May 19th, 2004, in the United States on a budget of $150 million. This made even more money at $928.7 million. Shrek fumblefucks his way through meeting Fiona's parents and then nearly gets swindled like the dummy he is.
2: Shrek learns that uh, marrying a woman you've only known for two days might not have been the best thing he ever did, and is this film the inspiration for Get Out? Who
1: knows?
0: Woo! Shrek Two is DreamWorks DreamWorks Animation's most successful film to date. To, to this as day, as it
2: should be, as oh it should
0: no. be, and it has held the title of being the highest-grossed animated film of all time worldwide until Toy Story Three came out.
2: Respectable, it's a respectable film to lose to. I'll allow it.
0: We're gonna play another round of every other. Okay, Claire. Well, baby, I surrender.
2: What song is this even? Is this Accidentally in Love? It is. Oh, God, I know that song so well. well baby, I mm-hmm. surrender. No, I can't do it. I don't know it.
0: Damn to it. To the strawberry ice cream.
2: Oh, never, ever ending all this love. Yeah.
0: You just hit the next one, I'll give it yeah. to you. <laughs> never, ever end all this love. What's the next line?
2: Well, I didn't mean to do it, Yep. but there's no mistaking this love. I think I've missed a couple of words.
0: You got it. Oh, you're like a 98%. Well, there's no escaping your love. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it all to you. You just got a lot of that. Here's the thing. We just got done talking about uh, uh, trying to, trying to have, find you a nice life partner. <laughs> Yeah, uh, or at least for the week, at least for the night, and
2: who also, if they want accidentally in love to be our wedding song, totally down with that. It's like a top boom. bop. It's one of my favorite songs in the world.
0: Yeah, there you go. I, I it's not that tonally off because these movies are fairly horny, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to cartoon animated features, they're sex
2: positive, we love a sex positive, positive king.
0: films, yes, yeah. right. So if people are like, oh, poor Claire, no, 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 poor <laughs> us, because we had to watch the little pigs with their thruple and.
2: Oh, I thought the, <laughs> I thought the pigs were brothers.
0: Oh, no, I thought they were there a couple or a thruple, aren't they? Aren't they subs and the big bad wolf is the dom? That's how I read it.
2: Oh, damn. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, <dokey. laughs>
0: okay, let's let's talk Jennifer Saunders speaking of sex positive.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: I want to go to a bad pun that most of our American listeners won't get. I think Jennifer Saunders is absolutely fabulous in this.
2: Well done. Beautiful. Thank well you. done.
0: Yeah. Um, most people won't get that, but uh, <laughs> here's the thing as good as she is and she is great. And I'd be remiss to say uh, 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 by a certain someone that she's great in everything she's done, but Antonia Bandera steals the show with this movie. Oh, Does damn. yeah,
2: Damn. Yeah. Like, puss in boots like the the absolute genius of bringing him in and then doing it as a complete zorro parody and then getting the actor of zorro like it is just like galaxy brain brilliant thinking and it works that gets
0: lost now though because oh they made two zorro films and they made a shit ton of money and they were very popular but they have almost no no cultural staying power because they didn't they just didn't keep making them for whatever reason
2: I've never seen Zorro. It worked on me when it came you out. You knew
0: I, that. I, you knew that. Oh yeah, this is Zorro. Yeah, part. but yeah. like I
2: think, like if my my nephew, I don't even know if my nephew's actually seen the Shrek films, but if you mention Shrek, he starts singing All Star immediately. Um, so wow. he, he he's part of the Shrekian culture. I think he's right. Shrek is love, Shrek is life kind of drums. The Shrek um, the
0: Shrekgeist.
2: Yeah, he's part yeah. of it. Um, but I think if he watched it, the bit with the P and the in the tree would be lost on him but the funniness of a cat with a sword being like on oh, guard eh? he that's just funny right. like it yeah. doesn't matter
0: it's sexy suave ho- very horny
2: he's a very s- horny cat
0: <laughs> cat which also kind of works because he's a tomcat basically yeah. right and tomcats yeah. are horny and it, so it works kind of in a weird reality way but he's also zorro He's also just Antonio Banderas Or at least what we imagine Antonio Banderas He's like this man of mystery and seduction Mm -hmm. You know And he's got these oversized boots and this oversized hat His wee little booties The animation on him And it gets kind of better each movie But he just kind of actually looks like a cat And he's he's almost the most Photorealistic animal in all of these movies So it's like a real cat is just walking around in a pair of boots And if that isn't enough for you listener I don't know what more you want in life
2: no and that's it but like for years we've had bad animated cats and yes. still now we still have bad animated cats Puss in yeah. Boots is the animated cat we all deserve it's the cat representation the world needed with the little like you always get like in films like Puppy Dog Eyes it's like nah have a cat look into your cell like person boots do and tell me your heart doesn't break and like, oh
0: they, got it. they nailed God. it they nailed it when he does the the eye thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh and the ears they go down a certain way and oh yeah. my gosh it's just yeah whatever that is that triggers in our primordial brain because <laughs> cats know that and they manipulate us and i heard somebody say that cats only learn how to meow because it mimics babies crying they got humans to respond
2: give it pretty much like cats don't meow at each other cats meow to humans so the cats meow like they they do also just kind of meow and stuff but like i'm currently living my housemate has two cats they don't really ever meow at each other but they meow at us all the time because they're like hey human like give me shit like right yeah
0: wow so yeah, they, they sort of nailed something about the behavior and psychology mm-hmm. of cats and our relationship with The them.
2: manipulation of cats. The manipulation.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, uh, yeah. It seems so small, but it's it, it makes that character work on a, on a on a crazy level that is just perfect. It's a pitch-perfect character. It's, and Banderas say... is so game too. He's oh, so he's game. so good in the role. He's not funny at all. He's really delivers every time. Every time, yeah. the guy delivers.
2: And yeah. like, I don't know much. I've not seen much of Antonio Banderas's um, filmography. More for me because every time he's done something, I'm like, oh my god, I love him. I should really just go and seek out his filmography. Yeah, but like, had he done really much or any comedy before this? Because his comedic timing is so good
0: honestly i don't remember obviously he broke big with like uh, uh El mariachi and then the desperado and mm. then uh then they put him in like assassins with stallone and then mm. he got zorro pretty quick and those movies were huge summer blockbusters back when that yeah. meant something at least stateside <laughs> and um uh, yeah, and and he did two of those. And there was even a gap between the first and the second, if I'm not mistaken. It was like they didn't make it for another one for like six, seven years, which mm-hmm. was kind of unheard of at the time. Um, and then he just stopped making them. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Because they, they, they kept making money, so I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know that the second one was like kind of a critical disappointment to people because mm-hmm. the first one was like so fresh and fun and everybody back in the day it. when that mad <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it was also you know i would say the closest he had gotten to that point is because he's not zorro he becomes zorro there is already oh. a zorro who is anthony hopkins and oh. he's like the zorro we know when we, when we think mm. of zorro from like the old film serials or whatever mm-hmm. he's the suave da, 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 da. and antonio banderas i think is a thief or something like that or he's in prison he's and uh it's not that much different probably than his puss, puss i was um, gonna say you know? like oh so puss,
2: yeah. I, that was one of my questions how much of puss in boots is zorro and i'm guessing it's what? a little bit
0: similar <laughs> and then he's sort of trained to be the next zorro uh and so there's like comedy and pratfalls he kind of plays a goof in the first half of the movie Who's then has to pretend as if he's a, a sophisticated, like Mexican, uh, uh, like lord or something, and uh, so that's some of the humor of it. Uh, so probably that I think probably by by this time, definitely like the first Zorro is probably the first time we actually got to see him do comedy, which is also probably why it was so fresh because you have this incredibly sexy, charming, seductive brooding masculine figure you know tall dark and handsome kind of a thing and then you subvert that but like oh he's gonna be zorro and you're like oh my god that's perfect then you subvert it because it's like well actually he's kind of a fuck up <laughs> 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 he's not that handsome in the movie you know they kind of ugly him up and, <laughs> you know he he be he sort of has to. so i think that was probably the appeal of that movie and they're definitely carrying that over here where he is basically just zorro in cat form mm-hmm. Rupert Everett and Cameron Diaz reunion here because Rupert Everett oh, plays charming. I didn't
2: even clock that. Yeah. Yes,
0: I think that's yeah. another one of those things where it's like it was cheeky at the time that yeah. now nobody's going to connect those cultural dots.
2: No, because my best friend's wedding. So I remember seeing Trek Two in the cinema. I'm sure I had probably seen my best friend's wedding. Yeah. I would have known by the time Trek Two even came out. I knew who Cameron Diaz was. I don't think Rupert Everett had that big of a hold. On culture, even by the time it got to two thousand and four,
0: really,
2: he's never he's never factored high in my life. Anyway,
0: <laughs> did he go back over with you guys? Because we haven't seen him in a while. Where is he these days?
2: That's what I mean. I think he just kind of went bye, <laughs> <laughs> peace out, <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh,
0: so the casting is kind of genius. There's some cheeky, this cleverness, mm-hmm. smartness to it here on Shrek 2 But I want to try to do something. I want to recast Shrek one because that would make too much sense i want to recast shrek 2 shrek 2 shrek 1's a success for whatever reason they didn't get to ground to making the sequel but in 2022 or 2024 let's say they're going to make shrek 2 uh but they have to recast everybody because everybody's too old now uh it's a soft shrek reboot who is who do you want or who do you think the studios would cast in the following roles let's start with you and let's start with shrek
2: so this is my weakest one but i'm going for it i'm going for will forte I think he That's is who you funny. want
0: or or who you would who you think the Sewers would cast? Either either one's fine. Either kind
2: one's of fine. both. Okay. I, I kind of when I thought about who I'd want, I thought about who would I want who would make sense to be in these roles. So Will yeah. Forte doesn't have like the brand name recognition, but he does within the comedy circuit. He's great at doing accents, he's great at weird comedy. So like when you think about Mike, who Mike Myers was when he picked up Shrek, I think yeah. Will Forte kind of with his most recent Gruber stuff is like the right choice for that role if he can do a Scottish or similar accent which I'm sure he'd have fun trying to do
0: I think you are 100% smarter than I am because I think that the studios would just say Chris Pratt you're Shrek
2: I did not cast Chris Pratt in this film (laughs)
0: I'm not saying I want Chris Pratt as Shrek. <laughs> I'm saying I think they'd be like, Chris Pratt, you're Mario, yeah. you're Christ, you're Shrek, you're Star-Lord, you everything. Yeah, your Lego movie. Yeah. yeah. And whether or not he can or would try to do a Scottish accent is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I think they'd stick his ass in it, even though at this point, I think all of us have re- socially rejected him for the yeah. most part. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm not a Chris Pratt hater, but I'm also not like, woo, Chris Pratt. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just like... The man wants to work, let him work.
0: But the, the Mario, the Mario of it all was an odd one. The Mario, yes. The Mario of it to me when we got to that point. His stock was already dropping in my mm-hmm. eyes. Now his stock has plummeted. Mm-hmm. Can't we get anybody else to do these movies? The answer is no. So Chris Pratt's going to be Shrek. Now let's <laughs> move on to Donkey. What do you got as Donkey? I think there's only one answer here. Go ahead.
2: Oh. I am um, also gender bending, Donkey, because I think in 2022 oh, you wouldn't get away with okay. having male and the only female character being the princess. So I'm going yeah. Tiffany Haddish.
0: I picked Kevin Hart.
2: I was it was going to be Kevin Hart, and then I was yeah. like, Tiffany Haddish is the female Kevin Hart.
0: It's terrible to say, but it's true. Right? Yeah. That's how yeah. Hollywood sees them. Is yeah. well, if it's yeah. a man, it's Kevin Hart. If it's a woman, it's Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Fiona. Now, do they go the full trifecta of wokeness and go? Fiona is not going to be a man, and Shrek is now gay.
2: Oh no, I didn't go that far. You need too a princess far, to make it too work. far. So soon you'll be, be a princess.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Fiona is who?
2: Uh, Mugger robbie
0: Oh shit.
2: <laughs> She's the had- closest equivalent to Cameron Diaz we have.
0: I had Scarlett Johansson, but when I wrote it down, I was like, she almost seems too old at this yeah, point. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson
2: is just that little. Fiona. I was trying to think younger.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, Margot Robbie, you are 100% correct is the right answer. Okay. Yep. There's only Now, I truly believe in my heart, and I think we're going to agree. Bliss and Boots, Modern, 2024, there's one guy.
2: Oh, I've got two, but they're, they're kind of the same guy.
0: <laughs> okay, go for it.
2: So, I, I think it should be Oscar Isaacs.
0: And the but, other is?
2: And um, Pedro Pascal. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Okay. So, one of the two
2: of them. And it, I mean, let them both do it. They both yeah. love each other so much. Let them just yeah. do it one line
0: each. So we are soulless executives, you and I, right now. Okay. That's the role we're playing. We're soulless executives at DreamWorks. I think we have to go with my Chris Pratt for Shrek even though yours Mm -hmm. is better. But Mm -hmm. yours makes almost too much sense because it's based on talent. (laughs) Donkey, we go with you. Tiffany Haddish. Mm -hmm. Fiona, we go with you. Margot Robbie. Uh, uh, Yeah, it's Fiona. Puss, either one. Oscar Isaacs, Pedro Pascal, either one. Well, I
2: think if you're going for the mums, you go Oscar Isaac. If you're going for the Star Wars kids, you go Pedro. Then we go Pedro because we want that
0: Star Wars money. So we're going Pedro. Who's the godmother?
2: I went an odd one. Um, because yes. it related to my Prince Charming, um, yeah. I'm going Nicole Kidman, because she was a really good villain in Paddington, That's and let good. her be Australian. Let her be Australian. I want her to be wicked. Oh,
0: Australian. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yes, yes, I thought about that, and I went a different way, but I think your way is mm-hmm. better. So, Godmother, I didn't. I couldn't come up with anybody, mm-hmm. but that she slipped my mind. Nicole Kidman would be perfect. So we're going with yours. Now, Prince Charming is
2: chris hemsworth the ultimate himbo
0: chris hemsworth prince charming ultimate himbo i had the american ultimate himbo channing tatum
2: oh very nice a good a good catch and um, but, but I, I think
0: you're right i think we go hemsworth
2: and I know we'll fall out because I know our Ghostbusters opinions are different, but Chris Hemsworth in the female Ghostbusters is just, I'm sorry, I think that's the comedy performance of a <laughs> lifetime. And I know I'm alone. I'm, I'm not alone in that, but I know I'm in the minority on that. Yes. And I just think if he just did that performance again as Prince Charming, perfection. And then he can be Australian. the Kidman can be Australian. Hey, Margo Robbie could be Australian. Like yes. we can just, it can all be Australian because Australia, Hollywood is Australian now.
0: Yeah. So. Shrek is Chris Pratt, Donkey is Tiffany Haddish, Mm -hmm. Fiona is Margot Robbie, Puss is Pedro Pascal, Fairy Godmother is Nicole Kidman, and Prince Charming is Chris Hemsworth.
2: Yeah, we've made Shrek Australian, and I'm here for it.
0: Holy shit. Okay, well, I think we did it. I think uh, that's a movie I could actually see existing, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely. I pray that it never does. You've you've got the two Chris's. You've got the Marvel thing. You're getting the Star Wars money. You're getting the Marvel money. Chris versus
0: Chris. Yes, 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 yes. It's a reprisal of love. Yes.
2: Margot the- Robbie's coming in and producing it with their little production studios. So they're like the the Cinephiles are like, Oh well at least it's being done by an independent studio. And, and also it's Harley
0: Quinn. It's so you got the D C fanboys, you got Tickling the Star Wars fanboys. Boxes. Yeah. We're
2: making all the money.
0: Nicole Kidman's technically uh uh, uh aquaman's mom i think or something like that yeah Yeah. she
2: is and you know she's an oscar winner so you know that always
0: Uh, uh, oscar winners don't count for shit anymore but she was in the north but it looks nice on a poster though yes that's true that's true academy award winner
2: (laughs) because she'd get the and she'd get get, and academy award winner and fairy godmother that's what the poster would say
0: (laughs) there is a future for you in working for a soulless evil corporation do you know that it's
2: it's almost like i used to teach film poster theory as when i was a film studies teacher
0: (laughs) you're gonna tell me that this is uh, your favorite movie of all time so i'm just gonna go ahead and lay out talk about shrek too because here ends my notes i have nothing else to say about it
2: (laughs) i just i think it's amazing i think it's so clever i love how it mirrors the first one it's like even the opening it's the same style with the storybook and the montage and the killer song so it's like a perfect complement to the first one it doesn't detract anything but it only adds i think all mm. of the new characters are perfectly pitched they're so smart and it's like they went right well we used all of these characters what have we not done oh well let's go more into the princess law because we had a princess but we didn't do anything with what being a princess is mm. i think all of the music um is like just it's a Shrek film. The music's great. Great use of tension, like the dinner scene where they're like, Shrek, donkey, Shrek, and everyone's like pulling at the food is like brilliant. Mongo, it has a giant gingerbread man. That's immediately a tick to yes. the right box for me. Mongo yeah. the giant gingerbread man. Um and I just think it's brilliant. And also this both relates to the first and the second film has anyone ever traced the links between the OC soundtrack and the Shrek soundtracks? Because I've realized that my entire musical taste was only formed by those two pieces of media.
0: Now you just went galaxy brain on us.
2: Yeah. It was upsetting. I was like, Oh, these are all the songs that I still listen to on repeat on my iTunes. Oh no.
0: (laughs) I'm right here with you. It mostly works in, uh, I do think it's kind of funny that like Prince Charming's seemingly ultimate evil goal is to just, be a Broadway star to just perform a musical of his life and have people like it. I mean, that's be... the third
2: one. That's the third one. Is that that's the not, third one? That's the third one. Do not conflate that shit with Shrek
0: 2. But I do think with, with the additional characters that are added in, obviously the above the title marquee character brought in, we have talked about Ad Nauseam, his Puss in Boots, and I think you're right. I think the best we can say is this is a sequel that adds to and does not detract from, but builds yeah, upon the first Yeah, there's no song.
2: retconning. There's no changing. Yeah. It completely yeah. sticks, and it just adds, because it is the question of, like, what happens after, ever after? Well, you've got to go meet the in-laws, and you've got to, you know, explain why yeah. you're an ogre now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 100% right, yeah. So for this one, I, I give it a 7.75, <gasps> but it's only my third. Oh, oh my It's God. only my third. For the week. It's only number three, so I'm eliminating it straight off the top. Get the fuck out. But (sighs) what's your score? What's your rank here, Claire?
2: Um, it's top of the week. Obviously, anyone okay. who thinks otherwise is wrong. Um, well, no, I'll accept the first <laughs> one. I'll accept the first one. But the fact that you haven't just placed it even just number my two, number
0: three. There you go. Yeah. Anybody that thinks Anybody thinks otherwise no, is wrong.
2: I'll accept. i the, the the proper ranking is one and two or two and one, and that's the only. The top two spots can only be Shrek and Shrek Two. So the fact that you've put something else in second,
0: I'm gonna I, drive I just, you insane. I'm gonna drive up you saying,
2: insane. Up saying, um I give this a nine point eight. Um, and the 9. only 8? reason i think it is a near perfect film the only reason i don't give it the full 10 which i think it deserves is because i have now watched it so many times that i start to kind of lose interest a little bit at certain points just because i know exactly what's happening because right. i've watched this to death but that's a me problem that's not the fault of the film because yeah. it is rewatchable to death but you know there becomes a point
0: Well, I'm getting ready to piss you off big time a little bit later in this episode. But first we gotta talk about a movie called Shrek the Third, which you've already alluded to as being hot garbage, so we'll see what you really think about it. It currently has a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's get started. Cookies that talk. Awesome! Trees that walk. Shrek!
1: Donkeys on deck. It's got to be. Oh, no. Shrek. Wow.
0: DreamWorks Shrek the 3rd. Rated PG. Now play. Shrek the 3rd was directed by Chris Miller. The the Magic Mirror was written by Jeffrey Price, Peter S. Seaman, Chris Miller, Aaron Warner. The story by Andrew Adamson. It was released May 6, 2007 at the Man Village Theater and May 18, 2007 uh, across the United States on a budget of $160 million. It made $813.4 million. I do not have a synopsis for you Claire But I do have a story Okay. Someone close to me saw this movie They left the theater And they said to themselves That might be one of the best movies I've ever seen Had
2: have, have, have they seen Shrek 1
0: and 2? <laughs> <laughs> they walked out of a screening of Shrek the 3rd And said that might be one of the best movies I've ever seen And then they went home And they try to convince their mom, whatever you do, you have to see Shrek the Third. The the, the things they did in this movie blew my mind. I didn't know movies could do this. I didn't know movies could be this way.
2: Have they seen other films? (laughs) That was my question.
0: (laughs) Had you seen other movies? And the answer was, yeah. But for whatever reason, Shrek the Third blew my mind. It blew me away. I didn't think it was possible for people to make movies like this. you're absolutely stone cold silent just aghast
2: this is you're never
0: quiet claire you're never quiet
2: this is the film that killed the shrek franchise for me like
0: oh oh boy that's
2: and it it did for a lot of people like this this killed shrek to you yeah so i didn't i saw the first one on dvd i didn't know anything about it i missed it the cinema a yeah. friend was like it's really good borrow the dvd i remember watching it thought it was amazing second one came out i saw it in a weekend double bill with mean girls what a weekend like just wow. created who i am as a human being yeah. um with a burger king in the middle of course um <laughs> but that's what you do when you're 14 yeah. um so I was so excited for this film. So excited. I was like, Shrek's great. Shrek is amazing. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. We all went, a yeah. big group of us. Um, weekend or day of school or something. And I remember being in the cinema and being like, I am bored. This isn't funny. And turning around to one of my friends and being like, this isn't very good.
0: Well, I'm going to try to find some positive to say about this. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly negative for me as well. Uh, we are just at this point now fully accepting that Donkey is sleeping with a dragon
2: well actually no so me and my housemate had this debate because she watched some of the films with me i don't know if he is in love or not i think by this film he is but i don't think to start with he loved her i think he was just doing it to get out of a bad scrape
1: yeah
0: she was like
2: oh no i think they i think he likes her yeah he seemed
0: afraid of her yeah it seemed like more of like a you know let's
2: not kink shame yeah
0: yeah okay right that's true let's not kink shame it's
2: a very sex positive um what do we call it so Franchise. far this is
0: yeah so far this has been the most sexually explicit episode of binge movies <laughs> ever it's about shrek but we did does, start
2: talking about Shrek's t-shirts so we should have yeah
0: looked. you you set the tone i need to know here claire how did the insemination work
2: i mean tiny dogs and big dogs can make babies so why this not isn't a big dragon?
0: dog and a tiny dog claire this is a huge dragon it's as big as a castle and a little tiny donkey. Hey,
2: you, you you were support you were in support of micro penises. So clearly, micro penises can get a job done. But
0: you taught me the other way around. I was pro micro penis. I was so like, I micro penis say, is the way to go. But I you didn't. said reject all micro There penis. A penis does not get more micro than than when you're the size of a city. And and I mean, you know. <laughs> And your donkey is a donkey.
2: Sex can happen. It's just not good sex. So, like, the job can, the deed can be done. It's yeah. just, I mean, sure, the dragon wasn't getting anything out of it.
0: Uh, I do think it's interesting that the very badass immigrant song attack with the hero and the battlefield is done here before it's done in Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok
2: still- did it better, though.
0: Well, it did do it better, but this is like the rough draft for that. So it was like, did they see this ago? I'm going to put that in my Shrek. Or, I'm going to put that Shrek scene in my Marvel movie.
2: Interestingly... I had a similar but with a different Marvel movie. The bit in the film where um, Fiona and the princesses and her mum all band together and they go in their little like women yes. power kicking ass and yes. out and the guards. Now I have no problem with the the girl power scene in um, Endgame. I know lots of people do. I enjoyed it. I was like, yay, women, woo, because I'm basic and whatever. But this made me feel how that scene makes other people feel oh it did
0: you didn't like it
2: <laughs> didn't like it in this one didn't like it at all really bugged why me didn't, I like, why didn't it
0: work for you why were you why was it cringe for you
2: i think because it was so completely out of character for any of them and it was really like hey look we're gonna let the women do something on their own and they're gonna escape on their own and look look isn't it funny that a woman can beat up a man and i was like um, cool move on
0: wow I never know what, you're, what I'm gonna get with you, Claire. This
2: one just—I will say—it wasn't—it wasn't as bad as I remembered. It—I it, would have before this said it was an absolute terrible film. Now I just don't think it's a very good film.
0: So, like, you know what? It, what occurs to me—I think part of the reason why this movie, for me at the very least, didn't work—the first two movies are spinning so many different plates and humor and characters and ideas—and especially at the time, they're fresh, they're new, they're different. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is interesting. And you kind of are missing, you're, you're not able to observe a certain formula that these movies mm. have. And the formula is Shrek enters some sort of stage of human development and then it's like but i'm an ogre i can't do the voice <laughs> but i'm an ogre nobody will like me i hate my life i hate everybody uh-huh. and then fuck something up and then it's like oh i feel bad because i should have appreciated what i had all along i really did love that person i really do like myself i really do love donkey i really do this i love my kids ah whatever uh-huh. you know uh, for the next one we're gonna get to uh-huh. and i want my life back and then he's got to undo some sort of horseshit magic or <laughs> or or change his mind before us before midnight and a spell or whatever. And the other movies are so clever that that stuff's in there, but it, mm-hmm. it feels more like tropes from fairy tales than mm-hmm. it does a, the, the a cliche that the movie's working in necessarily.
1: Yeah. The
0: script is working in. And this movie is just so subpar in character and humor and everything like that. Yeah. And Shrek is so unlikable in this movie, mm. Uh even in, yeah, even, yeah. That you're and just that- sort of like,
2: I think within you like see this, the formula, yeah, and and the formula is yeah. not as good because what I love about what I was saying earlier about Shrek two, Shrek two opens the exact same way that Shrek one does, and actually really follows the same character beats, but they yeah. develop so yeah. much more. This one kind of throws it out. It doesn't start in the same way. The music's not as good. They've lost some of that pizzazz, and then they yeah they've really made Shrek unlikable. And I think the thing is like what you were saying earlier is it a really body positive film about like accepting what you look like? And for me, it was always Shrek. Was like a really isolated. He had isolated himself because he felt he was unlovable, and mm. he needs to learn to love himself and others to learn that. Oh, like his friendship with Donkey helps him realize that he is lovable, and yeah. therefore he can stop because he does have love in his heart. But he's so mm. scared of rejection, and he learns that not everyone is going to reject him, and he takes a chance. And again, that's what happens in the second film. He takes a chance, learns that rejection. In this one, his his quest is so selfish. There's, there's no love. Yes. There's no heart. It's yeah. a completely selfish quest. The villain doesn't work. Like Prince Charming isn't the villain of strike two. He's the laugh, like the, 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 yeah. of the joke. Very yeah, godmother's the villain. And he's yeah. just there as a punchline. So, I understand why they tried to make him the villain, but it doesn't work. He's not a good villain. There's nothing villainous about him. You never believe at any point that he's going to have any... It's kind of ridiculous that they even try. And then Arthur is a really boring, terrible character. All of the things in the school is so dated. And I imagine it would have been dated when it came out. The, The teenage school stuff just doesn't work. And they've moved away from the maybe they ran out of fairy tale characters, but it's like, it's just like, oh, now teenagers are funny. And it's like, mm, well, not really.
0: It almost feels like what they're trying to do is well, the audience from the original Shrek are now teens. Mm-hmm. So we want to create an equivalent character for them. We're going to get yeah. Justin Timberlake. And he's going to be yeah. Arthur Pendragon, which isn't yeah. a fairy tale, but at least it's a myth, obviously, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, and a legend. And we're going to put him in here. And uh, yeah, we're going to do these like, like, really dated high school jokes that just don't, in a, in a weird way, with the way his high school works, too. It kind of almost felt like it was trying to maybe do a little Harry Potter cash in yes, kind of
2: very a very much. I thought yeah. like there was so much Harry Potter influence, and like Harry Potter was what film four, film five by this point, yeah, so like yeah, big, yeah. big box,
0: yeah. And it's just, it, yeah, you're exactly right. His whole mission is selfish, and it's like. Okay, Shrek one. There's a reason for Shrek to be the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Shrek two. There's you know whatever. It's a situation comes, a situation arises, and you know he, mm-hmm. he, you know he he becomes a, a, a quote unquote normal looking guy, but not really mm-hmm. normal looking. He's still mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> you know he's got to become an ogre again and whatever. And there's you know confusion and blah 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 blah. blah. he's got to get there by midnight or otherwise. Blah 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 uh and but this one's sort of like we got to get justin timberlake there to deliver to be to take the crown because i don't want to be bothered with the responsibility of being king because ogres can't be king
2: it also implodes why can't an ogre be king well it's not even like because i think he very much is like i don't want to be king he's allowed to be king but he doesn't want to be king he's like but the thing for me is it's like I have to go on a quest because I don't want to be king, and I'm going to go find a teenager to do it. But then Prince Charming's like, "Hey, I want to be king," and they're like, "No, we can't have you be king." It's like, well, you don't want to be king, so why can't Prince Charming be king? What exactly? What's, what's the problem there? Like, he just wants to do some weird community theater. Like, let him be. Like,
0: well, the we next can be heir king. is supposed to be Arthur. If Shrek doesn't want it, the next heir is supposed to be Arthur. And yeah, but they're, like, they're, if he they're, overthrows the following him. royal succession, I guess.
2: Yeah, but, like, also, like, medieval rules, if he challenges the throne and overthrows them, I guess he'd have to kill Shrek to be
1: king.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm seeing. yeah, because he would have to kill Shrek to seize the throne.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So, yeah, okay, I guess why Shrek was like, no, nah, I'd rather have the but, kid.
0: <laughs> but also the whole thing is after this battle and this and that, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the whole thing is just undone by Justin Timberlake going, well, I guess I'll be king. Then yeah. he takes the crown and he's just sort of like, hey, all you villains, you're not really that bad you just really want, you know, you just want happiness in your life mm-hmm. and I'll be your king. And then they're like, Captain Hook's like, okay. And they just yeah. stop fighting. And then Charming's like, no, no, no. And then it's over. And you're like, what? It's what?
1: very Why was this undercooked. Even- very yeah. Undercooked.
0: Yeah. What was the point of this? It it Again, I didn't think it was like the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was just sort of, felt formulaic, meandering. Mm-hmm. Shrek is completely unlikable. Fiona feels very sidelined. Um, just Nobody's really given very much to do in the movie. If this
2: was a live action film, I'd be like, oh, they couldn't get all the casts to do the same dates. Yes. So they had to do like, different yes. shoots because they couldn't get them all together. But I'm like, this is an animated film, so there's no reason why they need to split them all
0: up. That's what I'm driving at. You got there faster than my brain did. It definitely does feel like like it feels like a movie made in COVID. Where well, yeah. we couldn't get everybody in the same place at the same time. And you're yeah. right with animation, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So why is it why is it written this way? Where it's like, well, we're gonna sideline this character, and mm. eh, this is basically how I have a glorified cameo, and we're gonna, It's just yeah, it's it's not a good movie. I give it a five out of ten. It's the worst of the week
2: yeah um same for me i was a little bit more generous um i've given it a 5.7 um just to like i think because it went up in my estimation it didn't offend me to watch it whereas i would have said before the rewatch it would have offended me but it's just yeah it's not very good it's a bit boring and to be spicy i thought the emoji movie was a better movie
0: let's keep moving let's move on to shrek forever after which if we don't get done with this episode soon it's going to be the of this episode. <laughs> Everyone's talking about Track in IMAX 3D. Nice.
1: It's off the hook. I love it, daddy. Critics are calling Track the funniest film of the year. Hey, uh, donkey. Can I borrow your tongue? Hey, what? All right. Now experience Shrek like you've never seen him before in IMAX 3D.
0: That's three times the donkey.
1: DreamWorks Shrek, the final chapter. Lady PG in IMAX 3D. Visit IMAX.com for showtimes and listings.
0: The film was directed by Mike Mitchell. It was written by Josh Klausner and Darren Lemke. Those are completely brand new names. It was released April 21st, 2010 at the Tribeca Film Festival. May 21st 2010 in the US On a budget of 135 to 165 million it made Only 700 I say only 752.6 Million dollars uh, My thoughts is simple it's a wonderful Shrek Because <laughs> Shrek uh, Hates his kids so much Claire He wishes their existence away
2: Yeah which you know I wish my parents had done that for me <laughs> Shrek makes the deal with a creepy little looking dude and finally explores where ogres come from.
0: Oh, boy. We got, we're going to get into the weeds in this one. Okay. At this point, I'm like, it, maybe it's because I'm watching it back to back to back to back, obviously, without any like five-year gap in between them or 10-year gap in mm-hmm. between them. But I don't. I feel like after a certain point, the animation quality did, didn't really greatly improve movie over movie anymore. Kind no, of plateaued
2: you see a real difference between the first one and the second one and then I feel like they just were like, we got it. It works. Yeah. Keep it as it yeah. is. For better or it's- for worse. Like, I don't think it needed much improvement but it is interesting considering how long between they came out that they didn't continue to improve them.
0: Yeah. And, and this is, again, another movie where Shrek hates some new aspect or season of his life.
2: This one is very silly as well because it undoes Shrek 3, which like, yeah, cool, please undo Shrek 3. But like, you're just copying and pasting the same plot again. Like, yes. It, it, it's selfish again. Like Shrek 1 and Shrek 2, like we said, build on it. And even Shrek 3 at least is a different story to the first two. But this is kind of like, oh, we did it that he was scared to be a father and didn't want a family. Oh, let's do it again that he doesn't want to be have a family. And it's like, really? Then nothing, nothing else in the world? The only thing they
0: did different was obviously they put Fiona in the front and make her the leader of this ogre Mm -hmm. resistance. And and look, I don't want to be a prick who sits here and picks apart kids movie, you know, quote Mm -hmm. unquote kids movie logic. But why are there suddenly so many ogres in this world where we've never seen another ogre? And my question is Has Shrek been eating the other ogres? Because the only thing that's been undone is his existence. So if Shrek was ever born, the world was filled with ogres?
2: No. So, because <laughs> I really like that they bring in other ogres, and I think it was quite late in the franchise. I think it was really interesting. Where were they? Where were they? But you see him be like, "I didn't know we could do that," and he doesn't know that all these ogres ever existed. And it's very clear that the owner, like he mentions his dad at one point, and that his dad tried to eat him. But you don't know anything about his family. What they were like? Where he, where Shrek has come from? Because he's always been completely isolated. And I think it really works for the character that he doesn't know anything about who he is or where he came from. I think that's really interesting. The reason there are so many in this film is because Rumpelstiltskin knows that Shrek has dropped into this world, but doesn't know what day. So he has said, hunt down and kill every single ogre in the world with the hope that one of them will be Shrek so that then Shrek can never undo the claws so people have hunted far and wide across the land for all the ogres. So that all the ogres have had to band together for safety. Whereas this I was think biblical. in the normal world.
0: This was biblical. Yeah. So is Shrek a Moses or Christ figure? Is that where we're getting at? No,
2: Fiona is.
0: Fiona is the female Christ figure.
1: Yeah. No. Hey, Scotty. Jesus, man.
2: Yeah. I, I, I like what they did with Fiona in this film. Again, like I, this film didn't feel necessary. I I don't dislike it, but it, it felt unnecessary. And the Shrek franchise was already dead for me. I didn't go and see this in the cinema. I did eventually watch it at home. Uh, but and I think a lot of people did, like you say, like the bu- the box office is so much lower than the other films. Yeah. But I like the idea that they're like, we've done what happens when you're not saved by a prince. Yeah. We've done what happens after ever after, and so now they're doing what what would have happened if she was never saved, and it's that agency. Well, I saved myself, and I had to learn. And I love that they tur- that they twist the curse that she's still cursed, but now her curse is that she's a human. Yeah, I yeah. I liked all of that stuff. I I don't think it's a perfect film, but I liked the ideas within it. I liked what they were trying to do, and I think they they do a lot more and they do a lot more creatively than what they ever attempted to do with Shrek Free.
0: I, this is a step up from Shrek Three, mm-hmm. but this mm-hmm. to me is a movie with a very simple answer to the problem. And the pro, everybody's problem in this movie is Shrek.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So it, Fiona's life is better without Shrek, Our, other than the fact that she's like hiding for her life. But mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's this badass person. She saved herself. She's a leader. She's all these sort of things. And it feels weird that you present this strong, powerful—not mm-hmm. that she wasn't before—but this. This ultimate to this Fiona Prime, then you're like, but for the sake of true love, that all has to be undone so she can be a housewife.
2: And and yeah, like they've built. No, and wonder- that's not to
0: disparage housewife. No, but
2: but yeah, I completely, because I had never thought about like that. That you're completely right because as well, she has this wonderful community, a family, a, yeah. a real community and family. And yeah. that's undone. It kind of maybe hints, but it's just for the credits. Like you do see the other ogres and the credits in the real Shrek world. But I think that's just for the credits because I'm like, oh, I really, exactly in my brain. I'm like, I really hope that they did go out and try and find other ogres like in my little Shrek brain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sh- they do really, they, they really, hammer home in Shrek the third and Shrek forever after that Shrek is a terrible person. When the first two films really hammer home that he's misunderstood and he's got a heart of gold and he just needed someone to break down his walls. They just completely lose who he is as a character.
0: Yeah. Mm. Even though the franchise is named after him. Yeah. And what's so weird, what's so weird is they get a lot of the secondary characters, the secondary characters. mm. I would say even including Fiona, are mm-hmm. very consistent movie over yeah. movie. Yeah. And whether it's character growth or relationship growth or development or now I'm a dad, now I'm a mom, now I'm this, mm-hmm. now I'm that, it seems consistent with who we've seen them to be. Even her saving herself and becoming the you know Xeno mm-hmm. warrior princess of ogres is consistent because, think about who she was in the very first film, mm-hmm. that Matrix scene. She kicks ass, she whips ass. Uh, you know. So if nobody was going to come, I could believe that she'd get herself out of that tower and just go, fuck it. Yeah, I don't believe in true love. I, I, you know, I'm just gonna take care of myself, and I'll rescue other people. I, mm-hmm. that's true to her. The, the third film, it just somehow dismantled this mm-hmm. franchise in a way that they could not get it back on track, and it, were, yeah. it fucked up Shrek, not the movie, the person, the character mm-hmm. of Shrek, so bad that yeah. it just I, can't get it back.
2: I feel like this one does a good attempt. I feel like this we really it just tries.
0: Goes, it it's goes, tried. it goes back yeah. on the
2: up but it doesn't yep. go up like it, yeah. it, it, it we go back on a curve but it doesn't ever get anywhere near the first two yeah. they they do their best and i think a lot of people were kind of done riff check by that point and i mean it it, it proves the theory that adding children to any piece of media instantly ruins it
0: to death now you're out of ideas that's yeah. a sure sign that you're out of ideas that well and now they have kids yeah and it's like uh, no, nobody cares. This one is one of those ones where it's like, okay, that's certainly better than the last one I watched, mm-hmm. but it's not that good, really. Yeah, um, it, it has it, its moments. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do
2: the raw, do the raw. It's a classic piece of cinema. Do the raw, yeah. do the raw. Just love it. It, it, yeah. it, it. The minute it happened, I burst out laughing, and I remembered how much I love that bit. Um, fat <laughs>
0: puss is funny. Who doesn't love a fat puss?
2: Though I had not noticed this, or I probably had and had deleted it from my brain. Fat puss eats gingy. Yes, Gingy dies in this film because yes. that puss eats him, which yes. I had not remembered.
0: Oh yeah, how? he gobbles him up.
2: <laughs> it's, how, how? How can you do that to Gingy?
0: Well, it all gets undone in the end, doesn't it? Very you know, expensive. you know what's a, you know, another expensive. sure sign that your comedy is out of gas after you've had cousins and kids. Mm-hmm. You do it, and it's a wonderful life. Yeah, storyline. It it's was like all what all all if I dream. was never born? It was yeah. all a dream. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what this movie does. What if yeah. Shrek was never born? Yeah. And the answer to that question in this movie is everybody's life would mostly be better. <laughs> yeah. the, pro- the problem in the movie is Rumpelstiltskin. It's yeah. not the lack of Shrek.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you have right. a
0: world without Shrek and a world without Rumpelstiltskin, and by the way, the the fact that Rumpelstiltskin is ruling the world is Shrek's fault. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So because you eliminate if you have a world without Shrek, from Shrek, existence, Shrek yes. would never have yes. been going for the ogres to begin with
0: yes yeah. so you eliminate shrek from the timeline the shrek uh happy ever after land or whatever it's called mm-hmm. uh is everybody's better off
2: except <laughs> for donkey donkey would never donkey and his micro penis would never find love
0: i give this a 6.5 out of 10 it's a number four it's my number four it's okay it's fine but it ain't it ain't it ain't, it ain't nothing to write home about
2: exactly the same 6.5 number four it's totally watchable. It's a pleasant film to have on maybe in the background or on a Sunday afternoon, but it's never going to be the one that you're like reaching for on the DVD shelf.
0: Looking for even more unique and creative movie content? Become a patron. Choose between three levels and you'll get benefits like a personalized membership card, exclusive shows, early instant reactions to new releases, episode voting power, live streams, and more. Join today, patreon.com slash binge movies. This next movie, Letterboxd tells me, is trash.
2: Then people are trash.
0: People said this was a The Wish version of Rango.
2: I have never seen Rango, but...
0: I have seen it. I don't remember enough of it, but I don't remember... I don't feel like this is like Rango at all, but maybe it is. Maybe we need to revisit Rango. I don't know. Of course, we're talking about 2011's Puss in Boots, which is getting a belated sequel this very year. By the time you're hearing this, it may already be out, likely is... And it currently has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hola amigos, look at your cat. Now back to
1: me. Now back to your cat. Now back to me. Sadly, your cat is not me. But if he got off the catnip and got himself a cape and some boots, he could act like me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You are in an adventure. Nine lifetimes in the making. With a cat, your cat could act like What is in your paw? Holy free It is golden eggs. Does your cat have golden eggs? I didn't think so.
0: I'm on a horse. Is that weird? The premiere of this movie was just on a cruise ship? Carnival cruise ship?
2: Cats hate water.
0: And cats hate water, yes. The allure of the seas was the cinematic debut of Puss in Boots.
2: I don't know what to do with that information.
0: It was released in the United States October 28th, 2011, like two weeks later almost. Would on a budget to of get a... back. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe it was an insurance scam. They are going to send the prints of the film out to sea to sink the <laughs> ship. and would be like, oh, and they could have made their money back. That's Maybe that's what it was. And then the film
2: was too good that they were like, save that print, back to America.
0: Back to America, that's right. On a budget of $130 million, it made $555 million worldwide. The adventurous origins of the world's most sexually virile kitty.
2: (laughs) Um, Puss in Boots gets caught in a web of lies, deceit, betrayal, and lust.
0: I've never seen a movie that has a post-coital pump and dump from a cat. This is a thank you... What is it? uh, uh, How does that go? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yes, yes. Very Wham, much bam. so. And that's
2: like almost how it opens. Like, with, it, it like op- yeah. with a film with a one-night stand.
0: It opens with spilt milk, like liquor, all over the place. Yeah. A female cat in post-coital bliss mm-hmm. and puss in boots trying to sneak out in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well just throw in some some doubloons on the dresser drawer. <laughs> I mean... I, I was stunned by that.
1: <laughs> of all it, the
0: of all the horny movies we've seen in the Shrek <laughs> series, and they're all horny. This is the horniest.
2: Is Puss in Boots the horniest animated character outside of Sausage Party?
0: Pepe Le Pew. Oh
2: yeah, no, yeah, he's got it. He's down for yeah. The horniness.
0: Yeah. yeah, I would say At he's least the Puss most.
2: Seems, Puss seems like he asks for consent.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
2: respectfully horny.
0: Yeah. Also, I feel like Puss doesn't just take; he gives. He's a giver. He's a generous lover.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you get that vibe. The women yeah. are always after him. Because isn't it yeah. when he leaves, the the owners like ah, oh, and the cat does like a little like sigh, like that was the best man I've ever known.
0: Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the best. That was the best lover I've ever I'll ever have. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they talk about. I have to use this term. Because it's the term that's used in the movie. They make a prison rape joke about Zach Galifianakis, who is Humpty Dumpty without being Humpty Dumpty. Mm -hmm. He's a big egg. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Where exactly? Because I think they even use the term bugger. Where exactly does one bugger an egg? How do you sodomize an egg, Claire? Doesn't he have a butt, though? Does he have a butt? Is he like a SpongeBob where he's got like, he's a sponge with a little butt?
2: It's tough because I watched, again, watched this film the same day I watched the Emoji movie and they gave the hand high five, a butt. So I don't know if I'm like, does everything have a butt? Hands have butts. Eggs have butts. I think I'm like, it's the butthole cop, but.
0: (laughs) 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 That is going to be the quote of this episode. Does everything have a butt?
2: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's the uh, deep
0: philosophical question asked by Claire. Does, does everything have a butt? Yeah,
2: does, does everything. We know everyone poops, <laughs> but does everyone have a butt?
0: Yeah, I don't know, but I, I, I say all this to say I am surprised at how erotic and how scatological this movie is.
2: Mm-hmm. I was really impressed by like the animation, but also like the direction, yeah. which is why yes, I wasn't sure yes. like how much was taken from Zorro, like how much was parodying a certain style. But also, it's like very Western. But like, I really liked what they did with the animation, what they did with the pacing. Like, I felt like they took a lot of chances. And when we've just spoken about how Shrek the Third and Shrek Forever After really just kind of not phoned it in, but they 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 lost something. Yeah. This film isn't the same at all. It's a completely different tone. But they, they tried things and it worked. I think it really worked. And I think they, they're brave with their choices because they could have done something really stale. But like all of those bits where you have the like, they're not cut scenes, but you know, um, the different little shots in one. Yes. Where you're looking yeah. at one of the, like, I just think it's really, it's a really well-made piece of film for what most people deride as just, oh, that's just a, 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 another Shrek sequel. It's actually really clever.
0: It's got like a 2.5 or 2.75 on Letterbox or something wow. like that. And I, I,
1: and I would say, okay,
0: even if you don't find the movie funny, like here, to your not. point,
1: yeah. the
0: direction is incredible. Yeah. And as far as animated action movie, because at a certain point that's what this is. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the insert shots and the, like they're doing true split. blue. Split
2: screens. That's the yeah, word.
0: split screens <laughs> and cinematic direction. Mm. For a animated movie about a cat and a pair of boots. <laughs> it is a. I think it's an exceptionally well directed animated action film. Yeah, and also I think that Poo Pus, Puss Pus is a likable, sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's consistent here with who we've seen him to be. Yeah, I think the story is clever enough. It's not as clever or as, you know, uh, incisive as the first film was about fairy tales or whatever, but it's also not trying to be, it's not trying to be Shrek. It does have Jack and Jill and the beanstalk and the goose that laid the golden egg, but it has some humor along those lines, Mm -hmm. but it's not trying to be, you know, a takedown of fairy tales. It's or Humpty Dumpty or anything else. And uh, it's. I don't know, I, I actually was This was the one I was looking forward to the least Because like, and mm-hmm. boots As much as I liked the character, he felt like A, a, a side character He's This is mm-hmm. a good, funny, punchline character And I really feel And I think that also comes down beyond direction To Banderas, he's really committed To making this character A fully fledged fleshed out, yeah, cartoon cat that fucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and a and swashbuckler,
0: and it's he's there's like there are drama beats and there are sad beats, and there's that like he, Banderas does a great job, and it, between Banderas's performance and everybody in the Salma Hayek is great in it, so good between the voice work and between the direction. It's not necessarily as funny as in the Shrek movies, although mm-hmm. it does have humor. But again, I don't feel like it's trying to be, I feel like it's kind of trying to be adjacent to it's yeah. got some of those sensibilities, but it's also doing its own thing. It is a Western. It is a swashbuckler. It does borrow from Zorro elements, but it's not so much a parody as much as it is kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think it more or less works. I, I really mm-hmm. like this movie. I, I, I got done with it. I was like, I could actually see myself rewatching that film. It's very entertaining.
2: Absolutely. Um I had seen this I think a couple of times. Um again I after Shrek the third like I said, I was done with the franchise, skipped it at the cinema. And I think around the same time that I eventually caught up with Trek Forever After, I remember like renting this on DVD or renting it off a of VOD or something like that and watching it at home. And I was really charmed by it. I thought yeah. it was great. They're like, there's kind of zany humor, like all of the funny cat humor. Like when um they put the, she does the thing with the light and he suddenly turns into a cat and has to chase it. It's so cute and funny and they never forget that he's a cat despite everything and like when he's a baby and he doesn't talk because they didn't know how to get antonio banderas to do a little kid's voice and so he just doesn't speak as a kitten like it's well great. he does
0: he's got like one line as a kitten it's just full-grown antonio banderas and he goes,
2: voice. oh you can talk
0: and he's like yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> um but yeah i just think it's really great and like I was really happy when I rewatched it because I remember being like, Oh, I remember liking this and rewatching it. I was like, this is really good. I wasn't wrong. Like this is a good film. Um, and it's made me more excited for the the sequel because I'm like, good. Like that film deserves a sequel. These characters are all so well built. And um, Antonio Banderas is such a great performer. Summer Hayek is such a great performer. Sat Galifianakis is great as um, Egg or Humpty Dumpty. Like the whole voice cast is just brilliant. And like, the structure of the film just works like everything about this film works in a way that it deserves a higher score than what it has
0: it it felt like every other year a shrek movie is coming out for a while yeah and especially with the specials in between and the mm-hmm. this and that and the shorts and it, it, we were inundated with shrek stuff and so i think that people were like after 10 years of shrek people were like oh my god m- more shrek stuff yeah. and this this almost felt like uh well, we flopped. We 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 fucked up the series, and so now we're going to take a popular character and try to get milk more money out of you. No pun intended.
2: Yeah, people. saw but, it it's a cash grab.
0: Yeah, cash grab, and it's not really what it is. I mean, maybe that mm. was the studio's incentive to doing it, but the artistry behind it, the talent behind it, the effort behind it, by like cast and crew, it's it feels it feels like a fully formed movie and not just a cash grab to try to get little kids. To see the the last gasps of the Shrek series. So
2: Yeah, um, it, it feels made with love and with yeah. tender care and fully formed and like people sat around and thought, How can we make this as good as we can?
0: Yeah. And how can we make it clever and and make it of really high quality? And again, to your point, mm-hmm. I cannot praise the direction of this animation enough. I mean, if there's some stuff in here mm-hmm. you just don't you rarely see an animated form and it's just really impressive. And the animation looks really good. Really mm-hmm. good. So yeah, I really like this one a lot. Uh, uh, it is, of course, going to be my number two for the week, because I was like, uh, but it's it's close. If Shrek's only coming as an eight? I gave this one a seven point nine, yes. I thought, would I set the world on fire if I was like the best Shrek movie ever made? Is Puss in Boots, <laughs> <laughs> the one that Shrek is not in?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's we close. Learned, the world is better if Shrek isn't in it. So that's
0: it. That's it. <laughs> so um, what what what's your rank? What's your score for this, Claire?
2: it's number 3 for me it's bang in the middle um it's an 8 for me um but obviously i i gave track 2 9.8 <laughs> um i just think it's <laughs> it's a really lovely film it's brilliantly made it's fun it was a tiny bit long but i just love it it makes me chuckle i love the background detail work the cat mm. dance fight sequence is so smart and brilliant um and yeah i'm really sad I wouldn't have been surprised to learn that just people, no one saw it. But I'm sad to learn that the people that did see it didn't like it. Because I think there's so much to like.
0: All right, it's time for our recap. Coming in, dead last for me is Shrek the third, which I, it's as bad as they say. Uh, I give it a five out of ten. Coming in number four is Shrek Forever After, a step up but not a return to the heights of the franchise. Six point five out of ten. Coming in number three, Shrek Two, a good sequel that has surpassed by a better spinoff. I gave that one a seven point seven five. Coming in number two is Puss in Boots, almost the in my mind almost the best of the series, even though there's no Shrek in it. Seven point nine out of ten. And of course, my best of the week. What I'm adding to the Short list, uh, straight off the top, is Shrek, which I give an 8 out of 10.
2: I've realized that the numbers that I wrote down, I changed mid-recording, so let's see how inconsistent my (laughs) recap is.
0: That's the Claire we know and love. Let's (laughs) go!
2: So, starting at the bottom, we have a Shrek the Third, which I... According to my paper, I gave a 5.9, but I think in the recording I gave even lower. Um, Coming in after that is Shrek Forever After, um, which is totally pleasant, but unnecessary. And I believe I gave it somewhere between a 7 and a 7.5. I think I gave it a 7. I can't remember. Coming in at number three is the adorable, lovely Puss in Boots um, with a solid solid 8, because it is just a delightful adventure. Coming in at number two, Shrek the OG. Um, very little wrong with it. I believe I gave it around an eight point five, but again, I can't remember. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> um, because when I was talking about them, it was making me reevaluate them. Um, and then Shrek Two, the best, one of the best films ever made, a true classic, endlessly quotable, brilliant villain, just outstanding piece of work. Nine point eight.
0: Now, you said, I think you got something wrong there, Claire. You said Shrek 2 was one of the best movies ever made. I thought I heard you say that Shrek the 3rd was one of the greatest films ever made.
2: No, Shrek the 3rd is a sad disappointment that killed a very successful franchise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, on that note, what is your recommendation of the week? I'm guessing it's not Shrek the Third.
2: It's not Shrek the Third. Um, I'm probably going to steal what you're doing, and I'm going to recommend Puss in Boots, because now yes. I'm, I'm angry that people have derided it. I don't think that's fair. So, like, everyone's seen Shrek 1 and 2. They don't need to be recommended. Everyone's Bingo. seen them. Everyone Bingo. can them. Yep. Go watch Puss in Boots, especially because the new one's coming out, um, even though I'm not sure how I feel about the complete change in style of animation in the trailer. I'm I'm not sure how yeah. I feel about that yeah so, but definitely
0: watch it i would say watch it because if if you were Shreked out if you were mm-hmm. just like oh my god mm-hmm. i don't want any more shrek or shrek related shit in my life it's been 10 years plus since this movie's come out now there's more separation and because the, the storyline wise the movie has is disconnected yes, from completely. the shrek world you, there's no Shrek references There's no Shrek appearance There's no teasing of Shrek There's no None of that So if you're like I don't like the Shrek stuff Give Puss and Boots a chance Uh, Yeah So we're both telling you a recommendation of this week Is the original Puss and Boots From 2011 It's widely available Just track it down Find it It's going to be a good watch On our next episode We will be ranking The films of David Cronenberg which includes 1975 Shivers, 1981's Scanners, 1983's Videodrome, 1986's The Fly, and 1999's Existence. Well, Claire, we've gone from sex-positive, thirsty, thirsty, animated perverts to a real-life, flesh-and-blood, mutant pervert disease surgery fanatic david cronenberg uh that's where we're heading next and somewhere in the middle there was you and all of your royal glory tell us where we can find you tell us where your podcast is in case we've some of our new listeners don't know and uh what do you got going on
2: uh, yeah, so you can find me um on Twitter and Instagram at Claire Ellen Hope, uh, Claire Without an I, um and also over at W Rated Pod, um, it stands for worst rated, and we cover we are covering the hundred worst ranked films on IMDb. Um so recent episodes have been r- the rollerball remake. Um we've covered fear.com we um coming up as i mentioned earlier is emoji movie and we are at some point going to be covering a jonas brothers movie which i am way too excited for
0: <laughs> you guys do or you gals do mm-hmm. a very honest humorous friendly funny sometimes cheeky sometimes snarky <laughs> but in a good way assessment of the movies and if if there's a movie on there that that, that you're uh that you actually end up liking you're not afraid to say and go hey I, you know this movie is no good but i like it or hey this movie actually is decent enough it doesn't deserve to be some of the yeah. worst rated among the worst rated films of all time and i think that that honest open-hearted appraisal of stuff with a good sense of humor you guys obviously have a good sense of humor about yourselves there's a lot of humility that goes into it. it just produces a very likable show oh. about some of the least liked movies
2: Thanks, I'm just going to cut that out and use that as our future advertisement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to do so. <laughs> so Claire, in, in case I never get a chance to talk to you again, in case the podcast movie gods take us on separate paths, mm-hmm. may mm-hmm. I just say one thing to you? Oh God. <laughs> Until next time, binge John. <laughs>